Welcome to the Business Resilience Decoded podcast, brought to you by Asfalis Advisors and the Disaster Recovery Journal. Crisis management in today's world is ever-changing, and this podcast is our commitment to help you navigate successful outcomes for any crisis you may face. I'm your host, Vanessa Matthews. I specialize in providing insights and solutions for crisis, continuity, and resilience across industries from real estate and healthcare to terrorism in the airline and transportation worlds. No matter what industry you're in, this podcast will provide you the tools to build resilience in your organization. Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Matthews, the Founder and Chief Resilience Officer of Asphalis Advisors. Today, I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm bringing to you a conversation that I've had with a few colleagues, and the title of today's podcast is The Four Vectors of Risk, The Threat Landscape in the Post-Pandemic World. So myself uh, with Esfalis and my great friend, James Donnelly from Booth, um, a uh, PR agency uh, and headquartered in New York, we were having a conversation of a few weeks back around the challenges and the key themes that we're seeing most of our customers face as it relates to how people are coming back into the workforce as well as how companies are rebounding and responding to a post-pandemic world. And there were four things that we kind of came, came up with that we see as key themes or key risks. And so one of those risks or themes is what we're calling the top-down risk. Um, what, what we're seeing across the board is that there's a lot of early retirement or job changes that, that are happening in the workplace. And as a result of that uh, experience, uh, knowledge and leadership changes and losses are happening at every level within organizations that we're working with. We also thought about the bottom up risk and challenges that they're facing. There's a lot of challenges and concerns around hiring, recruiting and retaining new hires, whether that be from a short term perspective and a long term perspective. Um, also, because of the challenges in the hiring aspect of the business, background checks, compliance. Some organizations are getting to a place where they may be cutting corners just to be able to find and get the right talent started so they can get their products and services out the door. And while I totally understand the need for operations to, to be sustained, there's obviously a challenge when we bypass some of the requirements that we have from an onboarding uh, perspective. The third thing that we've been listening for is the inside out risks. So those are the things when we think about today's workforce and their expectations. Does a company really care about me? Are they really flexible? Are they really equitable? Do they really speak up when it comes to social justice con concerns? And then lastly, it's the outside in risk or theme. Um, these are things in terms of regulatory environments that are changing, uh, public services, as I even think about some of the industries that are experiencing a shortage of talent, those are things that have an external view but impact the organization overall. And so we wanted to kind of take some time today on this podcast to talk a little bit more about these, these specific risks. You can go to asfalisadvisors.com slash blog, and you'll see a article where we'll get into more of the specifics around what can you do to help address some of these issues within the, the workplace. 
Fusion Risk Management is your North Star for operational resilience. The Fusion Framework System provides a foundation that enables you to understand how your business works, how it breaks, and how to put it back together again, which allows you to make data-driven decisions so you can anticipate, prepare, respond, and learn through business disruptions and major crisis events. Head to the link in our show notes to request a demo today. Fusion Risk Management, building a more resilient world together. So I'm going to take a couple of minutes to go ahead and dive right in. But what I've learned through COVID and just looking back at previous data from, from disasters is people look for new leaders in times of disasters. And that's what we're currently experiencing. That's why there's so much change at the executive level within many organizations. And the question that we have to ask ourselves are, do we really have a contingency plan in place from, the, from a people and a thought leadership perspective um, to transfer the knowledge of company history, general leadership, and how are we truly going to restore these capabilities inside of the organization? How, how do you replace some of these skill sets that are being transitioned out or that companies may be losing? And I really question, you know, when I talk to my business continuity and crisis management colleagues, my question is always, but do we really have a people continuity strategy in place or a people contingency plan in place? Are we really taking our time to develop new leaders and to really build a plan around how do we work with HR and the leadership team to make sure that we're really building a sustainable framework for how this is going to work. And so that's something that I definitely challenge you all to go back and think about as you consider this particular episode, what are you actually doing um, that may be tangible that you guys may, may be able to share and discuss with your colleagues internally about how you're managing that dynamic. When we work with executive leadership teams, on, on more than one occasion, many of them want to go through the exercise to note their succession plan and how they're going to really transfer that knowledge. But the reality is, as many organizations that we partner with, um, that's an uncomfortable conversation for executive leaders, and they end up not doing it at all. And so I'd be very interested in how you guys may be handling or managing that, that particular challenge within your organizations. Number two, when we talk about bottom-up risks, um, many companies are frantically hiring uh, to help balance out some of the challenges that we've experienced from a COVID perspective. And then when you factor in the things that are happening across our economy, the challenge that it is to be able to source and find the, the right talent to make sure that you're hiring people that are actually a culture fit um, to also ensure that you have the technical skill set that you need. Some of the organizations that we're aware of, you know, whether you be in uh, manufacturing or in transportation, many of them have a significant challenge when it comes to finding talent to do the actual work to build the product that needs to be provided to that um, larger company or to their particular customers. Um, and we're seeing that across multiple industries. And the challenge that we see some of those folks and, and specifically in the manufacturing and aviation sector face is their older talent is retiring, 
but they don't have the younger talent that's coming in that is capable, that has the capacity and that wants to actually do the work that the business needs to survive. And so those are some, some things that I think where us as risk and continuity professionals can kind of stand in the gap and help facilitate those conversations and think about how can we get creative and innovative around helping our colleagues in the business to not only understand uh, the risks and the impacts of, of our scope from, from a BCP perspective, but also how can you help them to solve the challenges of finding talent that can actually come in and do the work? One thing that we do at Asphalus is every organization and every school that has a Homeland Security Emergency Management Degree Program, because obviously that's the field that we're in, we develop a relationship with those project and program managers who run those organizations um, and run those departments at the schools. And when we're posting a job, we always ask for who's your best and brightest talent that you may be able to recommend for us so we can consider them for employment. And so that's one strategy that's been able to work pretty well with us at Asphalus. But regardless, the job market in today's society is a challenge. Um, we're even seeing folks in um, law enforcement. You know, uh, we've been having some, some conversations with some law enforcement agencies and across the board and every city and every county and every state, it is a challenge for them to hire and retain officers. Um, if we think about what's happening from a social justice perspective and the, and the reputation of law enforcement, I think that that probably weighs into it. But regardless, when you're trying to staff for your organization and to support your operation, and you don't have the people to be able to help you to do that, that creates a impact to your business. Um, it also impacts your ability for you to be able to achieve the mission and the vision of the organization. And so that's something that we definitely wanted to call out. So for some people, they are relaxing hiring standards. Um, for some people, references and background checks are not happening. Even to include, if you consider um, the legalization of marijuana in some states, I've heard many HR folks say, hey, it's no need to do a background check anymore. Now, I personally disagree with that <laughs> for the nature of our business. Uh, we still have those same requirements. Um, it's important for us to, to understand what our customers are getting themselves into as well as who we are hiring, right? And so we, we um, expect and respect a due diligence process. So that's two, bottom up risks. The third one, an inside out risks. Um, what we're seeing across this front is many employees are holding leadership teams accountable for how business is done and for what they expect from their employer. Um, they expect flexibility, sensitivity, empathy, fair compensation. Um, and in many cases, uh, the Gen X millennials and the Gen Z that we're seeing that are pushing some of this change, they're really the ones that, that are pressuring these organizations to stand up and to do the right thing. And so this is something to call out if your organization may not be strong in this pillar, or um, for example, there's a list on LinkedIn, and, and, and we can put this in the show notes for you, Organizations who made a pledge to social justice as a result of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, there's a list that's also produced as well as, I think it came out on Forbes, uh, where many organizations who made a pledge, the dollars are not accounting for what they committed verbally that they would do. 
And so I think it's important for us as business continuity professionals to bring this visibility to the table and talk about the expectations of talent and what they what they expect and what you're gonna need to be able to keep them employed at the organization. The last thing that we'll talk about today are the outside in risks. Um, and, and really that's about, we can't assume that some of the existing structures pre-COVID um, that supported society will remain steady. So I talked a little bit about the impacts to law enforcement, um, but also in public health and aviation and the food sector, resources are constrained, resources are limited. There's an airline that had to cancel over 2000 flights because they didn't have enough pilots, right? So just think about that and think about the interruption to business, but also the interruption to your passengers and to, and to society. And so I think it's important for us as risk professionals to make sure that we are wise about what's happening from a big picture perspective and that we're not just self-reliant on what we've known to work in the past, but consider the emerging risks that we need to be factoring into this equation. So before we wrap up, just wanna make sure that you guys check out drj.com slash webinars. Every Wednesday, DRJ has a new webinar. So please check, check that out, drj.com slash events. You can check this out to be up to speed on the upcoming conferences that DRJ is hosting, as well as asfallasadvisors.com to check out our thought leadership and new blogs that we have coming out. Thank you for listening to the Business Resilience Decoded podcast brought to you by Asfallas Advisors and Disaster Recovery Journal. Make sure you check out the show notes for this episode to see all the upcoming events, programs, and ways we can support you. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review, and share it with a friend. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.